Hi, listeners. During our time of isolation, we have also stayed away from the radio studio, so I will be repeating some shows for a few weeks from 2016 and 2017. I hope you enjoy them and continue to listen to KBXL 94.1. Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. I hope your day is filled with great joy as always and that you're just serving God with every moment of your time and your energy that you think about him day in and day out. And we'll talk about that some today, but I'm glad you're glad you're listening. I certainly am. God has been good and he's uh, really got some great things in store for all those who will be attentive to his business and to serve him with all their might, because God is a great God. He loves us, understands us, forgives us, gives us wisdom when we seek him. And I hope we'll seek him today. Our Heavenly Father, we seek your presence even in this radio show today. As, this, as I share, I hope and pray that you would be with me and you'd give me the words that you want me to share. And God, that uh, people would listen to you and be obedient to you. Give them strength in their weaknesses. Give them power to overcome when they need that power to overcome. Give them power each day to live gloriously for you. And may we, may we be a living witness for you at all times. I give you thanks for being my Lord and my God and my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, my wife and I, we've been very fortunate over the many years that we've been able to travel across the United States. We've got to uh, been in almost every state, I think 47 of the states. And it's been wonderful. I love going to the east. I love going to visit Pennsylvania and uh, seeing uh, the Civil War, Gettysburg and Williamsburg and, and all those places. And I love going back to Amish country. I've, you've heard me say on here, I kind of have a fetish with studying Amish and, and uh, being a part of that. I loved it. Uh, several years ago, I went to um, Shipshewana, Indiana and spent a night there and went around the country, saw the Amish homes and went shopping with the Amish shop and, and just listened to the buggies go by in the morning. I just love that. But one thing I realize, and, and then God has sent us across the country and went to Thailand, and we've been in some other countries, Greece and Italy and Israel, and God has just given us some opportunities, most of them years ago, except for Thailand. That was more recent. The church sent us for our 25th anniversary to Thailand, had a wonderful time. But I never forget getting off the plane at uh, Incheon Airport in uh, Seoul, South Korea, and what a phenomenal airport, the, the greatest airport I've ever been in in my life. And uh, But walking out, and here I am, a 6'2", 290-pound fellow, walking out of that airport, in my, but a head, a head taller than everybody else and a belly bigger than everybody else, and you kind of stick out like a sore thumb. But you see the people, and they were happy. You know, people are basically people. God gave us all a body that needs... And, and a brain and a heart to function. You know, but some customs, some languages, some dress are different. But often because we are people, we make the same day-to-day blunders. I'm sure each of you have made some blunders. I've made a list today of some bl- uh, some blunders. I want to see if you have had any of those happen in your life. Kind of take a survey. So, uh, so listen to these. Okay, how many of you listening today have ever locked yourself out of your house or your car? Or both. How about on the same day? You know, how many of you have done that? How many have lost a member of the family while out shopping? 
Well, so far, folks, I'm two for two. I don't know about you. Ladies, have you ever caught your heel in the hem of your dress? Well, you know what? I haven't. Since I'm not a lady, I have not done that. But then the next one's to us men. Men, have you ever walked around with your zipper down? Well, I just recently did that last week. And it was a little bit embarrassing going into barbacoa for a nice meal that somebody took me to and did not even realize until I was in and out of there at my car and realized my zipper was completely down. I thought, that's great. Pastor Tom, there he is out there, can't even take care of himself. And how many have you ever uh, remembered appointment once it was too late? Well, I certainly have done that certainly more than once also. Uh, called a member of your, how about called your member of your family, another name. You know, I remember my wedding and my dad were up front and my dad uh, called my wife a different, I can't remember if it was Debbie or Bernice or something, you know, and I was like, oh my goodness. How many of you fallen up the stairs? Again, I've done that too. How about dialed a phone number and forgot who you called? That's embarrassing. I've done that more than once and I've ended up saying, now who is this? And they're like, well, you just call me. What do you mean, who is this? And then how about forget uh, where you were going? You get driving down the road and you totally forget where you're going. I did that last week. I got thinking about something else. You know, I am a daydreamer. In fact, I remember in a report card when I was like in first grade, the teacher said, Tommy's a nice little boy, but he sure daydreams a lot. You know, and, and Tommy still daydreams, unfortunately. How many of you have woke up in the morning and could not remember where you were? I've done that at some hotels from time to time over the course of time. But just know you're not alone. You're not alone in this because life is what happens to you when you're making other plans. When things are going on around you, life happens. You know, while people can be quite alike in our blunders, the world's greatest common factor is one great thing, is that God loves us all. God loves us all. No matter where we've been, no matter what we've done, he loves us. And some people say, well, pastor, how can he love me? You don't know where I've been. I've had the worst life. I've had a horrible life. I have threw darts at, at, at God all my life, and I've rejected him. How can he love me? Well, I got news for you. He loves you. Why do you think he made mankind? He wanted people so they would love him. And yes, he's disappointed when you don't love him, but he loves you. He loves you even through blunders. Some will accept that love, and it's awesome when you accept that love and you live by that. And God blesses your life so incredibly, and you know that you have God behind you. But some will be fearful to accept it. They're not sure that God might make me change some things. You know what? When you give your heart to the Lord, you want to change things because you want to be about His business. And others will totally reject His love. Oh, they love Him. They totally reject it. But no matter our response, God still loves each of us each and every one of us. And he has a plan for life, and he wants to fulfill that plan in our lives. And I pray that we would seek him with all our soul, with all our heart, with all our mind, and all our strength. And for all who accept through prayer, we have a great strength available to us that gives us power to change ourselves, to change our families, to change our church, and even the world. He gives us a power to deal with that. Many times we need things in our own lives to change. We need to change some of the direction we're going, some of the decisions we're making. There's people out listening today that you're making some poor decisions. You're making some poor decisions, maybe financially, maybe with your uh, spiritual growth process, maybe with your tithing, maybe with your attitude, maybe with your family. 
If you're making a poor decision, you know, you can change that. He gives you power to change that. He gives you power to change in your families. Maybe you're not treating your family right. Maybe your family is not seeing Jesus in you. Maybe your family, you don't have them focused on the things of God. Instead, you've taught them the importance of the things of the world by the way you live, that the the church and the house of God and the things of God aren't important. They're secondary. But you can change it. He gives you the power to do that. How about your church? And maybe you think, well, man, my church is just struggling, too. It's going the wrong direction. You know, I'm telling you what, all churches have struggles. Our churches have struggles. We are, you know, we as if you went by numbers, we're not as large as we were six or seven years ago. You know, we've we're probably gone down from, you know, 800 to 600. I, you know, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. But you know what? God gives us the power to change things. And sometimes change brings about people leaving, change uh, brings about some situational things that aren't as good. But in our church, sometimes we need to change the way we're doing things. We need to be able to reach out and touch the lives of those coming in, those that need Jesus. We need to reach out and share the good news of Jesus Christ to others. We need to reach out and be about our community. And even in the world, God gives us power to change the world. How are you living in the world? What are you standing up for? What are you practicing? Well, when parents practice and believe in prayer, a child will also practice and believe. I believe that. I believe when you as parents emulate Jesus Christ in your prayer life, your children see that. One of the reasons why all four of us boys in my family are Christians and three of us were pastors is because we watched my father and mother. We watched their lives. We watched the power of God in them and that prayer was a priority. Even children that we think have gone astray and turned their backs on God in times of trouble, they're on their knees and we don't even know it. Even though they may never admit it, they're on their knees because of what you taught them. You carry a lot more weight in the power of God than you think when you have emulated Jesus Christ. And some people say, I don't know why my kids turned out this way, why they're walking uh, backwards. But I'm telling you, I believe that you train up a child in the way they should go and they will not depart from it. I believe that, you know, your children see that in you. You know, you'll see them uh, respond even later on in life. You know, because sometimes nothing works for them. They realize we've got to rely on something else. And they start relying on the power of God. People of God, we have a great challenge in front of us. We have a challenge to live for Jesus, to walk with him, to show people, to show our family, to show our nation, to show those we work with the power of, of God. The greatest evangelism The greatest tool you can have in sharing Jesus is living each day for the glory of God and that your life is a living example, that you are a living witness and you're walking with the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, and everybody knows it. You don't have to stand up and say, I'm a Christian, I'm a believer. People know that you're a Christian. They know you're a believer because your attitude, because the way you live and how you put God first and how you call upon him. You know, people, we need to call upon him. We need to call upon him often. Tomorrow, as I begin, my, I'm going to go in round two of this message, and I will get into 1 Peter chapter 5. I didn't get into the scripture today, but I'm going to get into 1 Peter chapter 5 tomorrow and talking about dealing with people and dealing with influence and dealing with the enemy. I'm going to be talking about the enemy and how he comes to, to destroy our lives, and he does. He does not want any. Satan wants no Christian to stand up for him. He wants us to turn our back on him. He wants us to reject him. He wants us to reject the church. He wants us to reject the Bible. He wants us to reject Christian friends. He does not want us to be a part of the kingdom of God. He wants to encourage you that, hey, 
put him second and third and fourth and whenever it's convenient instead of allowing Jesus Christ to be first place all the time. Folks, if we allow that to happen, we allow Jesus to be first place in our life, he is going to direct your path. He's going to lead you. He's going to see you through tough times. He's going to walk with you. He's going to close doors that need closed and open doors that need opened. And I want to continue this tomorrow. And may God bless you this day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.